Welcome to the podcast, Becoming Goddess Again. I'm your host, Yogi Vanessa. I am a clairsentient psychic healer, kundalini yoga teacher, bioenergetic healer, and spiritual life coach. After writing my first book, Living in the Magic of Life, which you can find on my website, yogivanessa.com. This podcast was born out of my observation of the world around me, working with medicine women, shaman, and healers. I will continue to do this interviewing people from around the world so that we can all find our authentic voice. It is now our time to awaken and become conscious. Please comment below or check out my website, yogivanessa.com. Now let's get to the show. Let me tell you some amazing things about my guest today. Fern Olivia is the real deal. She's a goddess, fiercely passionate for embodying feminine grace and self-love and empowering all those who meet her to fall in love with a liberated, self-expressed life. Fern Olivia is a former biomedical engineer turned medicine woman, intuitive, kundalini yoga teacher, speaker, and wellness journalist. She lives her dream life in Nosara, Costa Rica, where she teaches her thyroid yoga teacher trainings, and she's founded Nosara Wellness Guide. She guides spiritual detoxes and liver cleanses. Through her own personal experiments, research, and intimate journey, she has created retreats and experiences through which thousands of women and men have been able to tap into for their own self-healing by adapting holistic rituals to support their vitality and becoming their own intuitive healers. Not only is Fern highly accomplished, but the fact that we met at a summer solstice event while dancing truly portrays how the connection between two people is no coincidence and goes to show that when something is meant to be, it shall be. I am so happy to welcome Fern Olivia all the way from Costa Rica via Zoom to Becoming Goddess Again. Fern Olivia, welcome to Becoming Goddess Again. I'm so honored to have you on this call, not because we met in a simple and yet profoundly divine way, but also because your divine calling in this world is exactly what women need to hear right now. And it's what I need to hear right now. So I'm so honored to speak with you. Thank you so much for having me on today. It really is a gift. And the moment that I received your note, welcoming me to join this podcast i i had this huge yes in my in my belly in my womb in my heart i just knew i was like yes and then you said let's set up a call for tomorrow and i was like well let's do this this is this feels very aligned and i'm really excited to be sharing the wisdom to everyone listening today and to really to be of service this is a huge service of what you're doing and let's get into that quickly because what you give of yourself and what you've imagined and brought into manifest in terms of products, services, and simply your radiating aura and electromagnetic field. How did you get to the place that you are right now in terms of your products and your services? Well, my journey began when I was a really little a little girl in the woods. I, I love nature and I knew that somehow I wanted to become a healer, but I didn't know what that was. And I didn't really understand. Um, I mean, the path for me was you become a doctor, you become a lawyer or an engineer, something with merit. And um, I never really felt like I fit in. And I, I always had this creative mind, though it kind of was shut down from a very early age, you know, I played outside and I, I ran through the woods. But then as soon as I grew grew up in quotes, um, I was, you know, really put into this mold of let's be a superstar student, go to a, a really amazing college, get a great degree, and then go to the American dream of working in, you know, some corporate job. And, um, and that will be a validation that I made it right. And I didn't really feel aligned with that ever, though I did it to kind of validate myself because I thought that's what I needed to do and um, for my family as well to make sure that they were given me the validation that I made it and during that time I got very sick I studied biomedical engineering at Syracuse University and midway through I realized this was not my path but I had no idea what would be so I just went with it and kept studying and, and binge drinking and partying and just trying to figure out life and I I had this very intuitive capability that I shut down during that time and I got very sick and I, I really destroyed my, 
my immune system, my liver, my thyroid was completely out of balance. But at that time, I didn't know. I wasn't really given any information that these practices that I was doing, the, the, not the good practices, but you know, the binge drinking, staying up late, eating processed food was really dimming my creativity and blocking my connection with source. And I graduated with my degree in biomedical engineering and then went to school in finance or went to uh, work in finance because, again, I thought that this would be the way to success and happiness and money, which would equal freedom in my eyes. That's what I thought. And so I, I worked in finance for eight years. And during that time, I got, I got super, super sick. My thyroid completely became out of balance. I had stage three adrenal burnout, which basically is almost kidney failure. And my liver also was really toxic and making me foggy. And I was just not feeling good. And again, I wasn't connected to source or I wasn't receiving divine intelligence through my guides, which were trying to speak to me through the symptoms that I was experiencing in my body. That my guides were trying to say, hey, slow down. Hey, this isn't your path. Hey, listen to us. Hey, you know, like there's another way. And finally, it was yoga that was the catalyst for my transformation and my listening. I, I stumbled into a yoga studio on a lunch break and I met this teacher that placed her hands on my lower back and reminded me that, wow, it's safe. It's safe to have emotions. It's safe to, um, to be human in this body, in this moment, and to surrender. And because of that one class, I began to practice daily at that studio on my lunch break. I had leggings under my my corporate clothes, leggings and a sports bra. And I literally would just like run into the studio, take off the suit. And I would, I would wear everything under because I would have this hour, hour and a half. And I would, I would slip out and do this and then eat my lunch at, the de- at my desk. And this became the only thing that I looked forward to in my life. And it became my new connection with spirituality that I had, I had been, I had, it was remembering it, you know, because as a child, my parents are yogis. So I grew up in a very, um, you know, more spiritual, but yet also they for, they had forgotten it too because they were so set on me becoming a certain uh, a certain stereotype for success. And this brought me back to my roots and then also was the catalyst for me moving out of New York City to get back to nature and, and live in California, which my heart and soul called me to, to move to Malibu and Venice. And then from there... The most recent journey has been from California to Costa Rica, where I moved two years ago. And I love it in Costa Rica. I am so connected to my inner child and to my spiritual guides. My clairvoyance is so strong. I'm able to eat organic, beautiful foods in nature right from the trees. I cleanse very frequently, which gives me even more clairvoyance. And um, I teach Kundalini Yoga here and all around the world thanks to following my soul and doing what I was born in this body to do in this life. And yeah, that's, it's been such a journey and it feels like it's only been yesterday. And many people come to me and say, you know, I feel terrible. I feel stuck. I need a quick fix. And I say, this takes years. I've been on this path for over 10 years now. And it's still, it's still, I mean, I still go on cleanses. It's not like one retreat is going to heal you or save you. It's really this ongoing process. So honor where you are in every moment. Wow. Okay. I feel that's so rich in the current paradigm of what's happening in our world and on our planet. People are being called to awaken in such dramatic ways such as a sickness or a death in the family or drugs or alcohol or losing a job or you know being estranged from a parent but very much like yourself I went through the same thing and that's why I wanted to talk to you it was because of my own thyroid that I found out about in 2011 it was such a big huge awakening on top of all the stuff that I had already been doing. So these big things are, you know, really part of our experience to awaken. Don't you believe? Really big ways. It's like you have a spiritual awakening when something in your life isn't right, whether it's a relationship, a job, um, an environment. And that's when we hit rock bottom. And I've hit rock bottom many, many times, financially, health-wise, relationship-wise, location-wise or you feel like you hit a ceiling and you're just like, I'm ascending, I'm ascending, but I don't, in my current environment, I don't have the ability to, to get there. And 
what happens is that we either listen to our body or to the intelligence that we're receiving or we don't. And if we don't, then it gets worse and worse and more catastrophic things happen in our lives and we just feel like the victim. Though if we take ownership and we really transcend and listen to what's going on and then transcend the barriers of fear, the doubt, you know, all the things that could hold us back, then we get to the other side and we're able to really live in a place of creativity and inspiration and joy and peace and health and be able to use our power for good. You know, the universe is, it, it sounds cliche, but the universe really is on our side. Yeah, I totally agree. So partly why I wanted to talk to you was a little bit selfish because mm. I have, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's in 2011 and I proceeded to uh, go through my spiritual practice and my awakening through having children. So I got back to my roots and my, my gifts and my purpose through Kundalini yoga after my first son. And then I birthed my second son. And for the past two years, I've been very frustrated with my diagnosis and my interest in healing itself because I know I can heal myself. But this year really is my year for total healing and putting this Hashimoto's into remission. So it is a little bit of a selfish reason why I wanted to speak with you. But really, you've spoken. And I do understand that coming into the process of healing an ailment, healing a dis-ease, something that is not at ease within the body, it requires us to listen. It requires us to hear the inner calling. So what was your journey into, was there a specific I don't know, mind, body, spiritual method? Did you adhere to specific terms of a regime or some sort of self-discipline? I mean, you said it's not one yoga retreat or one cleanse that's going to bring someone closer to healing an ailment, even if it's cancer. But what is, I know in your bio, you've spoken about, you know, how your thoughts really shape things. So can you speak a little bit about all of your knowledge in getting from getting a diagnosis to getting to the place of understanding that a life change may be challenging for some women, some men, but it is ultimately the key to unlocking everything that is meant to be. Yes, absolutely. It's, you're totally right. It's not just one method. Though the biggest catalyst I would say would be yoga because it is union, it is to yoke and it does, it does encompass many different lineages. It does encompass your eating and your lifestyle. And because once you start practicing yoga, you start to realize that everything you do and think about and touch, all your impact in all the different ways, your karma. So yoga would be the biggest catalyst and having a daily practice in Kundalini yoga, as you know, we call that practice the sadhana. And sadhana has been my biggest, my biggest catalyst of feeling better. It's a practice that typically you would do at the, the hour of sunrise, right before sunrise. And it's before the sun comes up and the, the sun's at a 60 degree angle in the sky where your practice is the most powerful. And my sadhana includes very specific thyroid kriyas and adrenal kriyas and liver kriyas. So kriyas are, for anyone who's not familiar with kundalini, kriya is a, a sequence or a set of exercises or even a simple meditation. It doesn't have to be a lot. There are over 8,000 kriyas or sequences of meditations that Yogi Bhajan brought from the eastern um, the eastern lands over to, he made them accessible for us so it, just, it, it wasn't just the royals in, in India that could practice this type of yoga. It, he brought this technology and they... In Kundalini Yoga, we call it a technology because it, it truly is a science. It impacts the meridians in the body, and um, and it helps really reset the glandular system in a, in a powerful way, especially when it's practiced daily. And what I learned through this this technology was that I had the ability to heal my own body and heal it fast. So the doctors would say practice yoga, but I didn't really know what that meant. And my hatha practice it served me for quite some time. So it got to a point where I, I needed more. And Kundalini Yoga encompasses breath work and chanting and both movement exercises and then more more static postures. And what that did was just really help me to flush my to flush my 
thyroid and calibrate the organs that had been out of balance or were in dis-ease. And then also in, in tandem with that, my nourishment, I eat a very clean, clean, clean diet. And it's a diet that I've played with over the years, over the past 10 years, I've tried everything from, from vegan, gluten-free, raw, paleo, um, grain-free, allergy-free, I've tried everything. And finding what works for me, and that doesn't necessarily mean that this will work for everyone, but what works for me is a really clean, I think that works for everyone, really clean diet of whole foods, um, no sugar, I don't drink alcohol, I stay away from processed foods and refined sugars, and um, I eat plants, so fruits and vegetables, I don't eat greens, or grains, sorry, I eat lots of greens, I don't eat grains, I don't eat cooked foods like rice or beans or lentils because that really disrupts my digestive balance, um, and I eat a lot of fermented foods like um, coconut kefir sauerkraut to restore the balance in my microbiome and I don't eat animal products and that's been a choice that I've really found serving me and I really love to be kind to the environment and to the earth and know where my food is coming from and taking time to sit and enjoy my meals rather than eating them in front of a computer and along with yoga this this practice of being mindful to the environment and my karmic impact knowing where my clothes it all affects your thyroid for sure because you know, not putting fibers on your body that have harmful dyes and chemicals because your skin is your largest organ, not using products that could disrupt your hormone balance. Any of the, those products that have a long list of chemicals you can't pronounce are going to seep into your bloodstream. So I really stay away from anything that I don't know what the, what the products are that, are, that make, up, make up the ingredient list. And I make my own. I make my own essential oils and body care products that smell amazing. And this process, this practice has helped my creativity and, and gives me more ownership in the choices that I make. So yoga was the catalyst for all of that. And yoga is my, my practice and my life because it, it really creates harmony and creates a sense of well-being that I have the power every single day to feel good. I know that that's my power. No one, no one can do it for me and no one can take it away from me, which is something that when I was very sick, I felt like I had, was giving my power over to doctors in white coats just because they had a certificate on their wall. And it took my own power away and I felt sick and broken and unworthy of feeling good. And that's something that I go into a lot with the clients I work with is when is the first time you felt unworthy of of doing things for yourself, of feeling, feeling really good and healthy and empowered and feeling like, you know, maybe this was your fault for being sick or that you were an inconvenience and really giving you back your power. For me, yoga has been that, that catalyst that gives me back my power every single morning before the rest of the world wakes up, before I have any emails or responsibilities, before I turn on Instagram, before I do any of those things for anyone else, I get to come to my mat and have the sacred gift of chanting mantra and doing these poses and enjoying a really delicious shavasana and a restorative pose that I know is going to help my body. So that's number one. You're number one. And so two questions. Did you move to Costa Rica to truly get away from any type of stress in your life? So that's a good question. Um, so I didn't move to Costa Rica by... I did move by choice. Obviously, everything's a choice. I found Costa Rica while I was living in LA through a house swap. So I was given this opportunity to live in this beautiful house in Costa Rica by myself for a month by a couple who wanted to live in my house in Venice. And at first I said, I do not have the time to do this. I have so many Reiki clients in LA and this and that. I made up all the excuses to myself. And then I was really stressed. So the next day I wrote them back and said, actually, I think the dates would work out perfectly. I'll do a month in September and let's make this happen. So at first that wasn't my intention. I, my soul kind of gave me the little kick, like, you need this. You're really stressed. How can you be a yoga and wellness professional if you're stressed out? How are you going to give to your clients authentically, right? Like it's hard to have a stressed out Reiki practitioner, even though I could hide it very well. Um, it just, I was, I was just driving all over the 405, eating my, my food from Erwan. Anyone knows LA, they know Erwan. I was eating my food from Erwan in the, in the seat of my car as I'm driving 
on the 405 in traffic. And you know that it's such beautiful food. Why would you sit in traffic for this like $20 meal that you're not even looking at um, with all the beautiful superfoods and colors and everything? And it, it just, it gave me this reminder one day that, wow, I'm worth taking a vacation for me. And I didn't work that entire month. I did creative work, but I didn't, I didn't give classes or healing sessions. And what I found was my little girl. And she told me, um, you play with everyone else, but you don't play with me. And that moment gave me this knowledge that, wow, I really, I want to come back to my inner child and, and explore life and be creative in the way that feels really good in my body. And so I came back to Costa Rica after this month I spent alone, I came back and, and, and while I was there alone, I did meet amazing community and healers and friends and, and lots of people from all different countries that left their life behind and had no fear and then just said, I'm going to live here. So it gave me this, this proof that I could do it too. So I got back to LA and during that time I was traveling all over the world and I kept thinking about Costa Rica and I already booked a ticket back, but only for two weeks. And while I was there for two weeks, I, I felt so at peace in my heart and my body and being able to eat beautiful foods and I'm just feeling really nourished by my environment and community. I ditched my return ticket and then just kept living there. So it, was, it wasn't to escape the life. I was living in LA because I lived a beautiful life in LA. I loved my community there. I, I still go back and visit. I love going to Rama and I love, I love LA. I love driving on the PCH and going to Malibu. I mean, those things, will, there's, there's just so many beautiful components of LA. The, the thing was that I just was living in a way that wasn't completely aligned with my truth, which my truth is freedom. And I wasn't able to be completely free, you know, to just have this lifestyle I have now where it's very peaceful, it's very aligned, and um, and my manifestation is, is huge. I'm able to really manifest because I am so clairvoyant and so in this place of ease and grace. So that was the reason. It wasn't really to escape, although part, part of the reason I stayed was because it did feel like that. Like it felt like, wow, I have space to breathe and, and I have more nature available to me and I have this beautiful plant-based lifestyle that's so easy because I'm literally next to a papaya tree that I can just get a papaya off of it. Um, and it, it just, I literally am looking at a papaya tree right now as we speak, which is why I, which is why I said that there's a beautiful papaya tree next to me and, and coconuts. And, you know, it's just so easy to live off the land and in a really efficient and, and harmonious way with nature. So I love that. And that's what keeps me here. It's truly so amazing. And while you were speaking, you reminded me of one of my questions, which is when I started teaching Kundalini Yoga and after five years of doing it every day myself, I started to uncover my gifts and rediscover that I have clairsentience. You know, I don't see things. I can feel the unseen energies and I'm starting to see things slowly but I feel them very, very deeply as if they're, you know, standing right next to me. So you said earlier that you were clairvoyant, but are you able to see things? Yes, I see, I hear, and I feel. So clairsentient, clairaudient, and um, clairvoyant. Yeah, clairvoyant oh, yeah. is a seeing, yeah, all of them. So I get messages a lot, um, hearing messages, and then also the knowing. I have the knowing and seeing, and then the feeling with, with clients, I feel what they feel and I feel what my partner feels and I feel what my family feels. And it's hard because sometimes as an also known as an empath, it's hard sometimes to feel so much. So what I've learned is better energetic boundaries. That way I'm not always in my clear audience. I'm not always in my clear sentient. I still like surprises in my life. So I like to still be in that unknown place. So I do use my clairvoyance and all those skills for protection and for guidance when I really truly need it. Beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm I didn't realize I had these gifts, but I I have always been an empath. So when I finally discovered and committed to teaching Kundalini Yoga, literally it's simply been waves and waves of unstoppable realizations that mm. I am I, I get things and I've actually started seeing things now, which was very trippy the first time. <laughs> but I was curious. I mean, there, you're a, a medical engineer, a biomedical engineer. You must 
you must realize there's a correlation between the fifth chakra and the autoimmune disease that is plaguing our paradigm right now, forcing us to shift, to open, to release, to crack open something that has been so stagnant within, especially women. Don't you feel there's something going on? Huge. And it's such a brilliant uh, point that you brought up. And there's a huge correlation and one that I talk about all the time that was missed in my education. You know, like they never talked about this. It was always just like, oh, someone has a thyroid condition. Here's, here's how the T3, T4 hormones work. And here's what the blood results and blah, blah. And it's like, what about how we've communicated our needs and desires in relationships? What about feeling aligned in our creative work? What about um, a trauma that happened as a young child and, and not not feeling safe to speak up about it or not feeling safe in a current relationship? So what I've noticed, I've seen a trend in every single woman, every single woman that I've worked with, and that's over hundreds, maybe even thousands, because I've worked, you know, public classes, retreats, events, etc. And every single person has had some sort of incident in their life where they felt not safe to speak up or even like as simple as a friendship or a business partnership or even even with press and with media and with this like you know being an Instagram influencer where do we sometimes even feel like oh my goodness I can't be my truest me because then I'll be judged and so many women are feeling called now to say hey I'm going to break the silence I'm going to express myself freely and the body is saying hey thank you so much by the way because you've been holding back for so long the physical manifestation of that emotional blockage energetic blockage soul blockage manifested into a physical condition that let's take care of this now so you can be your truest expression of you and if we take care of this you will be more free you will have more alignment in your life and ultimately it really depends on how long that physical blockage has been in the body. Sometimes the emotional blockage turns into a physical blockage and it's very acute. Other times it's years and years of trauma, maybe even from a past life. So I download, when I work with clients, I download where their trauma started and I'm able to point out, okay, this started at you know three years old when you were bullied and you never spoke up about it. And then it repeated in a relationship in high school or etc. And sometimes I feel that it's a, a past life or a family lineage. And they're like, oh my gosh, my mom has a thyroid condition. My grandma has a thyroid condition and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, that's because your family back, back, back in one lineage was a, um, a tribe of medicine women and they were hung at the stake. You're hung around your neck. There's no, you know, I know this from my own past life and Akashic readings, everything, every single reading I have, goes back to some either hanging because of being special with gifts or even with a relationship having this like collar around my neck. It's very, I get very descriptive pictures from different healers and they're all with something around my throat. And that's without even telling them that I, that I have a thyroid condition. So it's really, yeah, it's really profound and it's all connected. And what I was, um, you know, when I was in the medical field, I was very, disgruntled by the fact that it's only about the physical body but there's so it we're so much deeper than that as we know and if you're listening to this podcast you know that it goes deeper than that and my goal and my passion is to create that bridge so it's not just all eastern medicine because you know we are a physical body too so how can we make this knowledge available and also um you know accessible to western medical doctors so Patients all over the world are empowered with this rather than, you know, always looking for an escape to the Eastern medical traditions. How can we, you know, for someone going to get their blood test um, and, you know, having a checkup every six weeks to see their levels, how can they at the same time work on the, um, the energetic body, the soul body? And that's what I've created with thyroid yoga. That's why I've created what I created because women are going to their doctors and and they're like, we didn't take medication that they gave us. We just did thyroid yoga, which I don't always advise. I say, you know, listen to the doctors, you know, do what they say. But at the same time, use it as an experiment. Maybe you can lower your dosage, but some of them are like, I'm just going to do this. And they go to their doctor and their doctor's like, wait, your levels from six weeks ago, you're completely in the normal range. Now the medicine must be working. And they're like, we didn't even take it. And the doctors are so confused. And it's like, Kundalini yoga works. 
um, you know, these practices that I'm, I'm really advocating for the energy work, Ayurveda, diet, uh, rituals, they really work. And it's all about lifestyle and self care and uncovering the blockages that may have been carried from prior generations. So it works. Wow, that is powerful. Yeah, it's amazing because it's like we can get a diagnosis. And that's why I think Western medicine in, in one point is, is, is beneficial. You know, I wouldn't say that there's a one size fits all medical theory for anyone. You know, we figure out what, what practices work for you. Um, so receiving a diagnosis can be helpful because it can save your life. If I didn't, ha if I didn't have the diagnosis, if I didn't go to endocrinologists in New York city and find out that I had Hashimoto's at 22, I could have still been in this place of really deep, um, you know, deep hurting and pain in my body if I didn't know that I had that. And because of that, I was able to create something that helped me heal. And because I had that diagnosis, I did take medication in the beginning and that helped me to get my levels back to a place where at least my body was finding some balance. And then from there, I was able to wean myself off the medication. And now I fully don't take any medication. I'm fully on holistic practices and cleansing my body and eating beautiful food and living a, a really healthy I wouldn't say stress-free lifestyle because I think that's impossible, but um, pretty much like very, very minimal stress lifestyle so my body can heal. And I think that that is the most important thing is finding a path that works for you. And for women with thyroid cancer, I'll just touch upon that. I've had so many women that had their thyroid removed and felt really disempowered because the doctors didn't even give them another option. There's usually another option and it's, it's working with, with healers and people that can can truly assess whether that's necessary and then also ways to complement your treatment and, and maybe even avoid having to get your thyroid removed. So I think it's really important that we, we understand the Western medical traditions and we understand, um, but also to empower our doctors and our practitioners and and help them to understand that there's other pieces that they might not be seeing so they can improve the model for everyone. Exactly. Hi there, gods and goddesses. I'd like to share with you one amazing product from Ajay Alchemy. This is Fern Olivier's products that are online that you can go buy with code goddess for 10% off. And I just received some of the stuff that I ordered. I got some radiance and I got some hair oil. I am so excited to share this radiance product with you. First of all, it smells amazing. But more than that, as I'm healing my Hashimoto's thyroiditis, this product is truly helping me on my way to get to that goal. And not only do I love it because it makes me feel good, but it's also helping me with my intuitive decision making. And really, that's the reason why Fern invented this. If you'd like to experience this and how it can help you, she has many other products and I encourage you to try all of them. With Code Goddess, you get 10% off right now and go have fun because as we say in the podcast, it can really change your life and make you brighter, make you attract who you need to into your life to help you get where you need to go. Um, yeah, wasn't it Yogi Bhajan who said, you have to be your own doctor, you have to be your own nutritionist, you have to be your own psychiatrist, psychologist, you have to be your own teacher and your own guru. Isn't that what he said? Exactly. He, he really advocated for people empowering themselves and not bowing down mm -hmm. to one guru who sits in front of the room. It's like, you are your own teacher. And he said, I want my teachers to be 10 times greater than me. So he shared the knowledge of the knowledge of Kundalini Yoga and these practices because he believed, strongly believed that everyone has this capability. And that's precisely why I created the thyroid yoga teacher training programs and practitioner programs that I offer because I know that I have one, my one story. My life is my one story. There's millions and billions of people in this world um, with conditions, thyroid conditions, hormone imbalances, autoimmune. Um, infertility, PCOS, nerve nerve conditions. There's so many different conditions. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a healing journey. Everyone's a teacher. So why don't we empower every single person to feel 
super powerful in creating something that helps them heal and then share it with someone because even just one person that you share it with could change their life miraculously and that creates a ripple effect. So that's been my goal and some of my teachers have been teaching all over the world now and and creating beautiful offerings and programs and, and really empowering so many people to take care of themselves in a, in a really beautiful, holistic way. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Fire. That's how the fire inflames itself. One person. Exactly. And I love it. So you don't take any vitamins or supplements at all anymore. It's all I, and vegetables. It's, it's all whole foods. I do take a probiotic when I travel because in Costa Rica, I eat a lot of fermented food, so I don't really need the probiotic. When I do cleanses like liver flushes, which I'm doing now, I take uh, herbs to flush my liver and to support my digestive system when I cleanse. And then I do take some tinctures. I take, um, there's a brand called Anima Mundi and she's got some beautiful, they're, they're from Costa Rica also. They're beautiful, but you can get them on her website, animamundiherbals.com. And um, I do take some tinctures every now and then when I think I need them. My body's very intuitive. So I don't have a medicine cabinet or, you know, I do have tons of supplements, but it's, it's, it's not like I take them every day. It's like, okay, I think I'm, I'm cleansing now. So I need some liver support. So I'll take the liver tincture or I'm traveling. So I'm going to get my oil of oregano and then immune system support tinctures. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's on that basis, but I definitely don't have, I don't have any prescription medication. I used to always be on my thyroid medication and want to go off it because I hated taking a pill that was made with like, blue, red 40, you know, all those things. And it was, it was, um, desiccated bovine, um, thyroid gland. So it was actually from an animal. I didn't feel like that was very, that was very kind. So, um, you know, I feel really good not, not taking the medication. And then the medication was, although it did help me to balance, it was just a band aid. The truth of it was that I really needed to heal from the inside out to really heal my liver, my colon, my digestive organs, and to speak my truth and live in a creative, expressed way that I now live, which is why my body feels good. And I listen to my body. So if, if I don't feel good, I rest. And that's something that I didn't, I didn't allow myself to before. I was like, oh, I'm going to tough it out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to schlep to work and, you know, be the one who's sick in the office because if I don't, then people think I'm sick all the time and I won't get a promotion. And, you know, I had this fear of not being healthy. Now, if I need to rest, I cancel my calendar. I cancel my plans. I cancel my clients. And I say, listen, I don't feel well. I can't be present and offer you my best. So I hope you understand. I trust you understand and we'll reschedule. And everyone honors that. And they're like, wow, I think I should do that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I really listen to my body and I do practice my sadhana every day. So at least I'm getting to my mat. And even if I don't feel well, that sadhana might just be an easier practice. And I might just chant the whole time or lay on my back, you know, and at least I, I'm, I'm, I have that intention for healing every day. And that's, that's so important. Yeah. So let me know, do you have any brain fog anymore? And if the brain fog comes about, does it block your ability to have your strong electromagnetic field? I love that question. No one's ever asked me that on a podcast before, and it's so important. So yes, brain, brain fog, for anyone who's not familiar, is mental fogginess. Basically, you feel like you have a cinder block in the center of your forehead, and that's your intuitive channel. So if you have brain fog, it usually will cloud your intuition, your clairvoyance, and make you feel really heavy. And I have a meditation that I guide to help clear that out. And the other important thing with that is to, I like, what I like to do is I do a Kundalini yoga sequence. There's a lot of brain fog sequences. If you're interested after this podcast, anyone who's listening, just send me a note on Instagram or through my website on some of those Kriyas for beating brain fog and mental fatigue. What I also love to do is cleanse. So if I have brain fog, the brain fog originates in the liver and a toxic liver will make you foggy and then a stopped up digestive system will also make you foggy. And I do have that from time to time because if I eat things like granola, which is a grain, granola, what that does is it expands in your digestive tract. I love granola. It's delicious. Organic sprouted granola, so good. However, my body doesn't really digest that well. I know that because I see it when I, 
when I eliminate. So it's, it's just not digested whole oats. It's just it, what it does, it expands in the digestive system and then will stop up whatever you eat after that. And, and that will make you foggy when you're not eliminating properly, you'll get fogginess. And that could be from years and years and years, not just one time. So what I do is I cleanse, like I'm on a cleanse right now where I do a series of colonics and fasting. And I get to eat fruit. I get to eat um, really light things and juices and broth, vegetable broths. And what that does is give my digestive system a break so I can eliminate and then I will feel amazing. So brain fog happens from time to time, um, generally because the digestive system isn't working efficiently. And then also um, not getting adequate sleep um, and things like sugar, processed foods, alcohol, that can lead to brain fog as well. And the brain fog will cloud your intuitive uh, capabilities because your intuitive channels are located, you know, right center of the forehead, above the brow line, and then from the side of the nose, the bridge of the nose, down your cheeks on both sides. So I guide this meditation also where daily, I really recommend clearing your intuitive channels because if you don't and you work with a lot of clients and you're constantly in this empathic clairvoyant state, you tend to get those a little bit um, uh, like stuck up because you're really trying to channel. And then if you're not removing it, it kind of just gets stuck there. And then one more thing I'd like to say about that is that um, people who get a lot of sinus congestion and um, pressure, headache pressure around the face, that's also your intuitive channels being stuck up. So this meditation really helps. The Kriyas for brain fog and mental clarity really help. Cleansing your body, doing enemas, colonics, fasting, intermittent fasting, even that's a great place to start, really help. Um, and then on a physical level, the neti pot is amazing. It's a beautiful Ayurvedic uh, trick that I love to do, especially when I travel. Just make sure you, get, you use really good filtered water. The neti pot is amazing and will clear out your intuitive channels if you have brain fog too. Oh, I love that. How did you come about with the product? Is that your intuitive calling as well? Yes. Yeah, so Ajay, um, the mantra, Ajay Alay, is the mantra to make you invincible. So that definitely was an intuitive gift of mine that I created and it does help with brain fog. So just that's a beautiful, um, I don't even think you knew that, but that's a beautiful transition because I made the first blend that I make is called Radiance. And that was, I created that one when I had really bad brain fog and bloating and all the thyroid symptoms that came along with, with having an uh, underactive thyroid. And it's a blend of lemongrass, frankincense, peppermint, and rose geranium. And all of these are really anti-inflammatory and healing for the, the hormones. And or do you put it on your thyroid? You put it on your, if you don't internally take it, you put it, you roll it on your thyroid gland and then you also can roll it on your forehead. So I trace my intuitive channel with this roller and it helps to create opening in your channels. It's amazing. It, and, and those essential oils too help you to become more clairvoyant. Peppermint is a great one if you're working with clients. Peppermint on your hands helps open up the energy meridians in your hands to give you more healing power in your hands. Super cool Reiki trick that I'm a Reiki master as well now. So I, I love these little techniques that I can use that help me in my, in my practice. And so I created Radiance for hormone balance. And women have actually told me that it's helped to decrease and shrink their nodules, which it's amazing. Some of these essential oils have been researched. That's why I chose them. They've been shown to, to do that and to actually have women say that they use this every day and it's actually been helpful mm. in that way is the biggest gift because I've created something that really, truly helps with health. And then there's another blend I created called Grace. And Grace is very feminine. It's very earthy, rose, patchouli, sandalwood. And it, it smells like love and it's very great for sleep. It's great for uh, decreasing anxiety throughout your day. I used to drive on the, on the 10 and the 405 in LA with, with grace. I had grace in my, in my little cup holder and I would apply it in those stressful times. And I just reminded myself, grace is with me. I'm held by grace. I am grace. It's so beautiful. I love these oils so, so much. And it's been a really 
beautiful gift to hear stories from women and also men. Men love these fragrances as well. They buy them all the time. They're like, are these for just women? I'm like, no, 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 they're for men. They're for everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. It's amazing to hear people say that, you know, things like with grace, they're like, I attracted my soulmate because it does smell so good and makes you just want to hug every, everyone who you hug just wants to like keep hugging you. It's like a pheromone drug. You put it on, oh, you become attracted to the person you're meant to meet. I love it. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's, it should be a disclaimer. Be like, if you're not ready to meet your soulmate, don't wear this. <laughs> so how, how did you become this like extremely powerful, professional diva goddess? Um, I just became me. I mean, that's it. I just let myself, I allowed myself to live in, in, harmony with nature and I allowed myself I invited myself to to really do it you know there's so much fear that can come up with how am I going to do this how am I going to get clients how am I this that it's just living rather than trying and one of my friends recently told me that in Costa Rica he's like Fern you don't need to try anymore you just need to live I'm going to repeat that again and take a deep breath you don't need to try you just need to live and that feels really good in my body and that's what happened that's what I I just stopped trying to be someone and I just created out of passion. And, and I mean, I don't have to do any of the things I do, but I love doing it. And I love every day waking up with a sense of purpose and passion and, and giving my gifts in a sweet way. And that's how it's all happened. It just, because the world receives it when you don't, when you don't try and you don't push and you don't, you know, have that fear of what, what's going to happen if I don't do this. You just, you just do it one step at a time and you live it, you have to live your practice. So that's how I became who I am. I'm just me. <laughs> I love that. So, but did you, you did start to say at the beginning that there was something inside of you that knew this at a young age? Yes, it's so true. I knew at, at a young age at some point that I would be um, healing the world. I, I wanted to help the world. So I just didn't know how I was going to get there. And I didn't know, I didn't know that I would live where I live now. I didn't, I didn't know all the details, but I did know that there was something inside of me that wanted to be famous. There was something that, you know, there, I, I wanted to be in power and, and be famous and be known. And that part, I guess, happened because, you know, wonderful women like you find me and, and I'm, I'm given these great opportunities to teach and speak. I'm going to Mallorca this summer to teach thyroid yoga at Rama. And, you know, there's, there's that, that part that fame gives me this opportunity to connect with so many people. I didn't know that as a little girl that that was my intention for the fame. If fame is what you want to call it. It's, I just wanted to, my ultimate was I just wanted to be a service. And I knew that that was going to happen. I just didn't know how. And so do you feel that you are living your authentic life? Yes, absolutely. I, a hundred percent. And that's given... I, I get I get the validation from that in the opportunities that, it, that express themselves to me. So I know that I'm in alignment because I can manifest so easily. When I'm not in alignment, I feel like I just like I, I can't pay rent if I'm not in alignment because opportunities don't come to me because I'm I'm doing it for the wrong reasons, right? Like the, there were times I was living in LA and New York where I would do certain things in my business just because I knew it would make an income. But it wasn't really with an authentic purpose of serving. And now I say, universe, use me. God, use me. Oprah says, God, use me. God, use me. And that's what I do. And it, it, it's, it's in alignment because there can't be any other way. Amazing. Beautiful. I love the names of your products. Grace, you know, is such, as we both met and saw each other at Garmuk's house, Mm. she is for me she is the epitome of grace and I'm so blessed to have her as my teacher she was my teacher for level one and I met her mm. when I was 20 years old and I look at her and then I see all of the beautiful amazing people that she brings into her life and that really is that is living in alignment with her soul and the angels and the archangels and the masters and our soul council. And I believe, you know, we're all in the radiance of mother earth. We're all in her electromagnetic field, but I always see everybody's electromagnetic fields as 
their own little planet, their own little sphere of their lives. And yours is, when I saw you, Ooh. your aura was so bright. Your, I almost didn't even see your face. I only saw your radiance and your aura. I was curious to see, you know, who is this person? What would mm-hmm. you do? And I knew you were a goddess, but to hear you confirm, if you can manifest, you're in alignment. If you can, you know, if you can feel good, if you feel a part of nature, then of course you're going to be healed. To me, that sounds so logical. But mm. in society, you know, I go to my doctor, I go to certain people, friends, that's not the conversation that they're having. And so to have this conversation with you, somebody who just gets it and you, you say it so freely and so, so quickly that everybody seems like they're already on board. But we're still in the paradigm shift of the Piscean to the Aquarian age. And when we can be in alignment, we can be the most service. And to have you simply speak those as other truths than just me saying it to my listeners is so powerful. I am so grateful to you. Wow. Thank you so much. You see me. You truly see me. And I I love what your comment about the electromagnetic field at Gurmukh's house, how you just notice my radiance. Thank you. I mean... I re- that's the biggest compliment and gift because then you truly see me, you know, that's the, the radiance, the arc line, the, um, that's what I do. That's what I work on. That's the, that's outside the physical body. And that's the, um, that's truly speaking to my soul. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, it's really wonderful to speak these truths of wisdom to all who are listening today, because it really is that simple. We make it so much more complicated in the Piscean paradigm it's really simple. Go in nature, get in alignment with your soul by just shedding what is more of the trying to be rather than the just being. You know, your soul knows where you're just fighting through it to just do things because you think you should. But where are you happiest? I mean, that's the biggest question we, we all can ask ourselves. Where is joy? Where is the joy in my life? And from there comes a manifestation. It really isn't that hard. And you just have to be patient with the manifestation, you know. The quicker you manifest, yes, the quicker in alignment you are. Though also it's really important to realize that something might not just be manifesting yet because your your soul isn't ready yet for that amazing thing to happen. There's other little things along the way. And being present to all of those amazing gifts is what will keep you in alignment. Because if you're not in alignment, you won't see the gifts along along the way. Yes. Last thing, see what your opinion is. Do you have a reading for me? Yes. Okay. Let's see um, what I feel in your life or thyroid condition related or... All of it. Something that you can share where other people who they may want to become a client or they may want to call you for you know, one of many things that you do or the thyroid practitioners program that you teach... Ah, I love that. Okay. So I would say what came to me for thyroid related, because that was the first thing that felt of service. I would say your health, you are doing so many beautiful things for your health and you are, you're using your voice. You're using your voice to share all of these amazing messages with the world. I think the biggest healing might have to do with something of the feminine in your own, in your own life, in your own um, relationships. There might be some healing in your lineage. It might be energetic work. Um, It might be with your inner child. It might be with your mother. There's something that when that is um, really taking a deep look within, that's going to give you the most immaculate healing that you've ever experienced. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's always so confirming to hear somebody else's intuitive reading in this life. As a woman, as a as as a fellow human being, it's so nice. Yeah, it's all around and it's giving yourself permission to be free in some greater way. And that's gonna free your voice. I also saw a butterfly. So if Costa Rica, the blue mariposa butterfly is calling you here um, to do some sort of healing for yourself. And I lead private retreats, group retreat for anyone interested. The the blue mariposa butterfly just spoke to me and if Costa Rica feels aligned or somewhere where you can and be with butterflies that might also be very healing for you and I saw wings so wings um, also express the freedom to fly so giving yourself the permission to fly wherever that may be 
Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, that was so awesome. Okay, so I want to hear one last time everything that you have on offer, and then we'll announce to the listeners the wonderful, amazing gift of 10% off of the AJ that you are so generous in providing for everyone that uses code goddess on your goddess. I was just going to say code goddess. We're going to make it up on the spot. I was just going to say that too. We're so in sync. Okay. So everything that I do. Okay. So my main focus is helping women with thyroid conditions and hormone imbalances through my program, Thyroid Yoga, which is based in Kundalini Yoga and Ayurveda and energy work. I lead private trainings as well as online trainings, retreats in Costa Rica, one-on-one energy healing sessions online, distance Reiki, Reiki, I'm a Reiki master, so Reiki trainings in Costa Rica. Also, I love, love, love to also offer personal teacher trainings for anyone who'd like to become a thyroid yoga practitioner. And you can find the Ajay oils that we mentioned um, on my website. All the all the, the info is at fernolivia.com or fernolivia on Instagram or fernolivia on Facebook. It's really easy to find me. And I love connecting. So also you lead retreats that are spiritual retreats for getting disconnected to people's iPads and stress levels. You lead those in Costa Rica as well, right? Yes. Oh, thank you for that reminder. I have a a program or a a service called Nosara Wellness Guide. And that's at nosarawellnessguide.com. And I help travelers, whether you're a solo traveler, whether you're traveling with a partner, friends, intimate group, bridal party, mama, daughter, uh, families, so I can connect you with all the beautiful healers in our community here and do all the work for you in planning the most intimate, beautiful wellness experience. And that includes, can include accommodations of eco-wellness centers, juice cleanses and, and beautiful organic food, PIPA, which is fresh coconut water delivered to your door, the body workers and massage therapists that offer really beautiful Native American healing or Hawaiian healing practices that no one really knows about them. They're not like, the ones that you would get at the hotel. So I bring I bring these amazing practitioners in to to serve you in whichever you know whatever ways you need, whether it's relaxation, whether it's going through a life transition, whether it's healing through cancer or or a medical diagnosis. So it's been a gift and an honor to serve in that way. I, I partnered with some amazing eco wellness retreat centers. Amazing. All right. Fern, beautiful Fern. I love your name, Fern. I love saying that. Fern. Actually, it's so appropriate that you ended up in Costa Rica. Your name is like a wild plant. Yeah, it is. And it's no wonder that I'm home in nature. Yes. And wow, you must really connect with nature even more so now that you're in Costa Rica. And transitioning now into perhaps an appropriate ending to our conversation, which was a profound and triumphant, I would say, beginning to your life. Can you explain to me and us what happened to your parents just before you were born. My parents were in a near fatal car accident before they decided to have me. And my parents are very spiritual, as I mentioned earlier. And they um, they realized at that time that life was short and that God wanted them to have a baby. And so when they returned from the hospital, they conceived me. And I was born uh, six and a half weeks early just ready for the world. Miracle baby, they called me. And here I am now. So it's it's really a gift to be alive in this body right now. And I really feel my an- my angels have been guiding me, especially cars and transportation. I always feel very, very held and guided because of, you know, how they had saved my parents. So I feel really grateful. That is powerful, powerful magic. It really is. You know, there are so many people that have had very heavy, dark experiences in their lives. And the fact that you are so easeful in explaining some of the dark experiences in 
your life that could be, you know, someone could sit there in depression for years with the diagnosis of Hashimoto's and and you just moved right through it. So it really is so pleasant to hear your life's journey and to walk sort of alongside you as you continue to uplift and serve. So goddess Fern, thank you so much for participating. I truly appreciate it. I really am honored. Thank you so much. All right, love. Talk to you soon. This was so great. Thanks for having me on. One last exciting piece of story is when Fern and I first started speaking together for the podcast, we had a little tarot session and she was able to pull a goddess card. And I like to do that with every one of my guests so that they can feel the presence of their totem goddess for either the conversation or for something going on in their lives. So you'll hear the magic behind choosing a goddess card and the oracle session right now. So you pulled the Yamanya card, golden opportunities. <gasps> Whoa, that's okay. This fits totally with my question, which I'll tell you after, but okay, let's hear it. Important doors are opening for you <gasps> now. Walk through them. Oh, that is amazing. Do you know what I asked? No. Okay. I asked, how can I give my offerings in the world in a really big, beautiful way that can really serve the listeners on this podcast? Wow. <laughs> oh, so this is a golden opportunity. This is a golden opportunity. Someone's going to listen to this and it's going to change their life. You know, it's so funny because I was just like, I had this huge yes, do it. Wow. Yes. Since the sea is the root of earth life, Yamanya's connection to it makes her very powerful and nurturing. A mother goddess. Mm. I love it. Okay. Well, this is a very powerful beginning. What a great conversation that was with Fern Olivia. I truly enjoy speaking with other women who can go deep and who can be honest about their path and their journey to becoming goddesses and to becoming empowered. And as always, we love questions and comments here on Becoming Goddess Again. So please don't hesitate to contact Fern or myself at yogivanessa333. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you again next month.